The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What's up? What's up? Welcome into the award-winning Orange Zone podcast. I'm Tommy Sladak. We have Lawrence Moten. We have Rachel Culver on the producer, Mike. If you're watching from YouTube, what's up from the Skycam? A reminder, you can find every episode, and I mean every episode, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen. You can also check out our YouTube page. New episodes are released weekly. We invite you to like, comment, subscribe. Also, be sure to follow us. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok for even more Orange Zone content. And Sam's out sick. We're hoping she's back and her voice is better by next week. But we got a good crew here on tap. And uh, I, I will say this. How's, how's morale overall? You caught yourself a few days break from school, and that must have been yes. really refreshing. Yes, it was refreshing. Went back home to D.C. and spent some time with my two beautiful daughters and uh, went out and enjoyed myself and got to see some people I hadn't seen in a long time, Tommy. So it was good to be home, man. but uh, glad to be back. There we go. How about you, Culver? What's going on, Rach? I mean, I have nothing too groundbreaking. I'm doing great. I didn't go on any trips or anything exciting like that, but hope, happy Moton's back with us. It's always exciting, repping a really cool sweatshirt that I yeah. want one of yeah, myself. Let's do, let's do the promo right now. Where can people find this poetry? Well, this is, you can find this in legendsathletics.com. Give yeah. a little bit of a lift. Yep. There we go. The Poetry 21, and it has my name and a little number on the back. You know, my all-time leading score points. But, uh, yeah, this is my way of basically showing you that I appreciate the love you've given me and, and I want to give it back. So you'll you, you have the poetry experience. We're, we're lucky to have you, man. Yeah, so we thanks, appreciate Tom. you making the time. So on this episode, Poetry and I and, and Rachel, the full crew, we're, we're talking about this number 17 Syracuse women's basketball team. I really want to get into where we could see them come March Madness because at this point, I think we're all very comfortable that they are a tournament team. The question now is how high do they go? What else can happen here as the season winds down where we could see that seed fluctuate? And why do those seeds matter on the women's side, guys? Because at the start of it, the higher-ranked team can get some home games, depending on where they are. And that's huge when we're talking about Syracuse uh, Syracuse Nation and this fan base here. But let's talk about FLJ's team, man. Let's yes. talk about this spark in the city right now. And that is Syracuse women's basketball, ranked number 17 in this week's AP poll. That's two spots up from last week, and it marks their highest since 2020. And this is all with a new era with a second-year head coach. To know that they're 22-4 and four right now in a coach's second year, what does that say about the culture of this program in your mind as a former uh, player? Well, 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 knowing Felicia personally, you know, I know her style. I know her fire. I know her passion. And, and she's giving it to her team. And, and people need to understand this. Um, she's home. This is her home. This is where she was born and raised. So she wants to not only do well um, as a team for the university, but for the city and the community. You know, it's just such a good feeling to see the, these girls playing well and they're, they're, they're really buying into what she's saying. And, and they'll run through a brick wall for her. That's one thing I know about Felicia. You know, she's going to coach you up. She's going to call it how she sees it. And, uh, 
She wants the best uh, uh, for you, but she also wants the best for the team. And she's getting that right now with these girls at 22 and four and, you know, beating ranked teams and, and just playing with a lot of uh, fire and, 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 and knowing that they're going to win. See, it's a difference when you know you're going to win instead of, ah, I hope we pull this game out. She's giving them that fire to know that they're going to win. And whenever they step in that dome or that JMA center, you know, um, your hands are going to be full when you have to play against uh, Felicia's team. And even when they played away on Sunday against Virginia, right, they're up 17 at halftime. And next thing you know it, it's like a four-point game with a few minutes left. Yeah. And in DeAsia Fair, who I know you call DeAsia Iverson, yes. has this play where it's, it's, it's one-on-one and they're just going to let the clock wind down. And she plays with so much confidence, yeah. but she can back it up too. Yeah. And I remember first press conference of the year, it might have even been media day. Her saying, you know, what's the goal this year? And, and she's like, well, we're, we're going to make the tournament. Right. But after that, obviously, it's a championship and, and, and whatnot. But the, the way she said that, mm-hmm. and it was a dead serious face. Yeah. It wasn't like this, I'm making a hot statement. Right. It's like it's, I'm, right. I'm, I'm refusing in my final year yes. with this coach I love, with this team that I, I'm becoming a legend at. I refuse to have us not make it there. And you're right. They're playing with so much confidence. Rachel, from, from what you've seen from them, what do you think, what do you think is the, the identity of this crew? Well, I mean, I just first think to like how lucky we even are to have DeAsia this year. You know, her deciding to return and come back and have that kind of desire to bring this team forward. And I think I tweeted out something a couple weeks ago. Like, I would follow her anywhere. Like, I've never met her personally. I would I would chart chart a boat through the um, Bermuda Triangle, and I would just follow her anywhere. That's the kind of player that she is and the energy that she exudes. And it's just so special to be able to, like, sit and kind of witness that. Not to mention, she's 26 points away from breaking um, uh, Brittany Griner's record for all-time women's basketball scoring. And this, yeah, yeah. And this happened on the day that Brittany Griner's jersey was hung at Baylor. So it's just to have that kind of those two things happening simultaneously, you know what Brittany Griner's doing in the NBA. Obviously two different players, two completely different styles of play, but two just absolute what I think will develop to be legends in the game, which is so exciting to have here in Syracuse. And that's just what my head immediately goes to. And that's yeah. why we're, we're really honing in on this today, yeah, right? It's because right. I think with Caitlin Clark and everything mm-hmm. that she's doing at Iowa, I, I, you know, I, I fear and I hope people are understanding that just five people back, yes. here's another person cementing their name. Absolutely. And I don't care what sport, men's, women's, if you score 3,000 points, if you can score 3,000 points in college, that's amazing. Yeah, that's absolutely really amazing. And she's straight. She's a straight bucket. Um, she she has a good arrogance about her, about knowing that she can play. And, and a lot of people probably wrote her off because she was a little short. Right. But this is what uh, it shows you that uh, it has nothing to do with height. It's all about your heart. And, and she has that. And she's like the uh, floor general on the court for Felicia. So, you know, they have two 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 it's like a two-headed dragon where you where you have two fiery people that want to win and everybody else just have to follow the lead and if you do that and play to the style that felicia wants uh 
good things are going to come out. So, um, like I said, I'm just happy that uh, they're playing very well. Um, the sky's the limit for them. And, and, and to what Rachel was saying about uh, Deasia Iverson, uh, she uh, it, it worked out for both. You know, her coming back, I think, boosted her chance of making the WNBA. Absolutely. I completely so, so, agree with so, that too. So it goes both ways. You know, it was good for us that she came, and it was good for us that she stayed so she can – hone her skills and, and have a chance to play professionally because she is a professional basketball player. Absolutely. And I like speaking of the guard play in tournament, right? Like you, you you talk about these guards that just carry their teams through and make their teams like Cinderella's if you even will. Not that Syracuse isn't a standing to necessarily be qualified as a Cinderella from my perspective. Yeah, but, which is crazy. Um yeah. like even Kansas State, like with Marquise Noel, like that was it was just a story that the country latched onto, and it's just I could so easily see that happening here, which is so cool. <laughs> Absolutely, but I'm gonna tell you this: I know one thing about Felicia. Felicia's probably listening to the media and, and you know and taking heed to what they're saying, you know. And and if Syracuse goes far, it's a glass slipper. And me seeing Felicia in a locker room. She might have the glass slipper in her hand and throw it and slam it <laughs> and say, this, we're not no glass slipper. This is what we expect. Yeah. So, you know, she has that type of – This is where we're supposed of, to this be. This is where we are supposed to be. So, um, kudos to the Syracuse women's basketball team, and I, and I wish the best for them. And a part of their success is not just fair. It's, it's a culmination of, of everyone on that staff that I think that Felicia has built and created such a, a good culture there, but also everyone on this team, especially some of these players that we've seen really develop, right, in just their two years at Syracuse. So one of the biggest ones for me is, is the Aussie, um, Georgia Woolley is just going off game after game and is just like kind of keeps setting her season high. She dropped 26 against Virginia. She's got the confidence stroke, and that's absolutely what you need to have, especially come tournament time when you start playing the big dogs, is everyone's going to know about fair, and they're going to be playing for, and they're going to be you know, playing her hard. And while I still think she's going to score, you have to utilize everyone on that court. Elena Rice, Kyra Wood, Kennedy Perkins, um, you know, Isabel Verjal back from injury, which I'm so happy to see. It's every piece is going to be needed, and a part of why they're number 17 is obviously because you have a star power, but you have the other pieces to the puzzle, and everything's working right now. Absolutely, Tommy. It's, it's called knowing your role, mm-hmm. and, and everybody has a role, uh, and they're playing it very well, and, and that's why they're winning. Big time. And so they have only three games left. They are – Home against Duke on Thursday. They're so good at home. They've also had three road games, so they're you know obviously solid on the road too. But you look at the full picture, and we talk about where we think they're going to land. So a few weeks ago, it was just me, Rachel, and Sam Poetry, okay. and we talked about how high we think they could go. At this point, I think they were what, Rach, 22? They were 21 at this 21. point. So Sam said 17, which they're now at. Rachel says 16. I went all the way down to 10 because I thought there was a possibility that they – Down to, up to. Down up to, for, up to. Yeah, what are we going to say here? I would say up to. Move, move yeah. up to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's down in number, but you're going up in the ranking. So mm-hmm. I, I still think they could reach 10. And a part of that is because the conference tournament, you can, you can move yourself all over the place. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know – preface you know where i think they're going to land with this tournament can change everything you don't just have three games you can end up playing another seven right another eight right now the latest bracketology for me is pn's charlie cream 
was published Tuesday, has Syracuse as a four seed, which I think if we sit back for a moment and say, holy bleep, they're going to be a four seed in the second year, in the year where really they were projected, what, middle of the pack ACC, Rach? Yeah, I have that stat right here. The ACC Blue Ribbon panel selected the Orange, who currently sit in second place in the conference, to finish ninth in the conference during the preseason. Take that. Yes. Take that. And in a conference where there's nine teams from the ACC right now in contention to make the tournament. That's insane. Mm. We're also we're also so used to being in these in some points in these men's numbers where we're seeing the ACC and all the controversy surrounding that. But the ACC and the women's side of the game, yeah, yeah, they respect it. The men's side doesn't get the respect they deserve. And you know what? I think they've proved their point for what two out of the last three years we've had a team in the Final Four. Mm -hmm. They make deep runs. They make deep runs. Like how is that enough? Not enough for the committee to be like, okay, maybe. Because they beat metrics. up on each other in season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they end up beating up on everybody else come tournament mm-hmm. time. So give them some respect. But I'm going to ask you guys. Charlie Cream has them as a four seed. I think just with the way they're playing, I think they're going to end up being – I think they're going to end up being the last three seed. I think they I think they finished really strong here. But anywhere around that feels comfortable for me. How about you, Poetry? I like that too. I like that number, Tommy. I think three – It'll be a good number, and like you said earlier, um, they'll have some home games at, Which the, will be at the JMA. So, so that'll be good. That's the difference from the men's and women's uh, NCAA tournament. So to get two home games mm-hmm. oh that's sweet and albany's a regional this year which okay. like that would be that's a home game i mean <laughs> if they game. get put in there and Rachel, there might be some people looking at that and saying We're, we won't allow this because of it but then again end of the day it's a business they're trying to make some money mm-hmm. and i'm telling you right now orange fans are going to go out there if they do make it that far absolutely because let's not forget in 2003 uh the men's team played in albany I forgot about oh that. Gosh. And we won the national championship. And then national championship was what, New Orleans, right? Yes, yes. Where were they yeah. be- in between? Do you uh, remember? Uh, I can't remember. But I know Where did you go uh, for, for... I do you went remember to any Weber. of your spots? Uh, uh, what was uh, <laughs> Weber State? Weber? Was it Weber or Weber? I don't know. No, I have no, no idea. I don't even know where that school is. Yeah, no offense. It, it, was, it was West Coast. I knew this we, at one we point. We were on the West and um that's a funny place yeah to play. We, end, we ended up beating the university of hawaii hey yep and uh i remember we were going to play jason kidd cal and lamar murray but they lost to wisconsin green bay they lost to um the head coach at virginia's father who was that really yes yes and they had a great team wisconsin and, green bay yeah wisconsin green bay and we ended up beating them Getting to the Sweet 16 and and then losing to Missouri in double overtime, yes, and 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 in LA, really, <laughs> yeah. US USC's arena, yes. You know what? Mm-hmm. As someone that lived in Mizzou Nation territory for mm-hmm. two years, yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell you this, but they yeah. talk about that game. Yeah, and why wouldn't it. they? I believe it. Why yes. wouldn't they? Yes. Double OT. Yeah, double OT. They can't forget that. Nope. That must have. I mean. Oh, whew. the emotion. How do you like? Yeah, it was. Uh, how it was do you like, bounce back from that? It happened? was like a roller coaster, Tommy, up and down. And a lot of people don't know that game. Uh, Adrian Archery didn't score in the first half and finished with 31. Are you serious? He scored 31 points in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> I never I love that. those stories. Yes, yes. And uh, do you remember him at like. In the locker room at halftime, was he was he trying no, to psych himself up, or was just no? We were just because it was a close game. Yeah. We were just trying to 
finding uh, other ways to strategize on getting the victory. And, you know, they jumped out on us early, and that's what it was. I think they took a little 10-point lead, and then we fought the whole way, and then we got it into overtime, and it was back and forth. And uh, their point guard was a great point guard who's the father of Devin Booker. There you go. <laughs> Melvin Booker. So yeah. uh, it was it was a good game. They ended up uh, – Pulling it out. I really thought if we would have got that game, uh, we would have had a really good chance of getting to that Final Four. The path was there. Yeah, uh, we would have beat Arizona. I can see the ghosts of memory yeah. pass behind yes, your eyes yes. right now. Oh, I can yeah, feel it from yeah, across the table yeah. right now, man. I, yeah. I, it's messed up of me to bring it up, but no, no, it's, it's reality. It's, 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 it's the reality. Growing moments. Absolutely. And Great moments. Had 32 that night. There you go. <laughs> Casual. Should have had 34. Maybe Just a light won. 32. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, free throws that you missed or a jumper that you didn't like? Man, maybe both. <laughs> I'm Rach, hard on myself. Rach, what's your seed? What's your seed? Yeah, we had talked about this, I feel like, a few weeks ago, Tommy. I think you had kind of poised it as a question to me, and I think I was pretty confident in saying three seed. Yeah. Okay. I think that That's just good. feels right, and I know you said um, the last three seed. I can see him being the third or fourth as well, so I'd agree with that. I, I would just be more – I think being the three is just a better spot because when you're talking about women's college basketball compared to the men's this year, like the one seeds are they're right. Some of them are on, they're just on a different yeah, level, man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the farther away that you have to play them, yeah. the better. Absolutely. And that's why I like having them at a three compared to if they're like a four or a five, I believe it would be that sweet 16 right, name right. you're facing. Right. You're Dawn Staley in South Carolina or, yeah. or Iowa or one of those. Yeah. As much as I do want that. Yeah. Because the idea of, of them taking on Kaylin Clark would be, oh, my gosh, can you imagine? Yeah. Electric. place would be a nuthouse. Yeah, house. I would love to see them. Uh, oh, yeah, South Carolina, too. Uh, I wish we still had the big girl, though. I know. I think I know. about that a lot when I watch her and, I'm pl- and she's playing. She was also Brazilian, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'm blanking on her name. Jamaican or something. Yeah. Um, Cardillo? Something. Is that like, it? Yep, yep, yeah. yep, 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 yeah. yep, 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 yep. Yeah, she yep. was very, very good player. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's do this. Last question before we get out of here, unless Rachel has some notes she wants to bring up. Hmm. As we're hmm. approaching March, you're approaching March Madness, and for some of the women on this team that are going to be in their first big dance, mm-hmm. what, is, what is your recommendation to them of where they need to be mentally going into something that for some of them will be their first time ever? Oh, yeah. Uh, mentally, uh, definitely be excited. But not overly excited, you know, still. Understand. How do you find the middle ground? Uh, yeah, you have to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to find the middle ground, but everybody's different, you know, just understanding your role, understanding what you do best. Uh, don't try to do nothing you can't do, you know, um, just just do what got you to where you are. Stick to the game plan. Yeah, if you can do that, everything else will take care of itself because you're going to have a great uh, motivator and coach Leggett. Uh, you're going to have a great player out there in Deasia Iverson who we know going to give you buckets. Yeah. Just uh, just do your role and uh, and enjoy the moment and, and try to go as far as possible. There you go. Yep. Why not all the way? So they exactly. finished with Duke on Thursday and then Pitt on Sunday is actually going to be the home finale, which is crazy, but you know, chances are, and fingers crossed, they end up with some home games in the tournament. And then the season finale is going to be 
That's going to be the big boy. That could really turn some heads because Syracuse is at NC State, top of the ACC. The Wolfpack are ranked sixth right now. Mm -hmm. So they are the top dogs of the conference. So if Syracuse clean sweeps here to end the season, I don't think it matters what happens in the tournament. I think they're at least a three. So we shall see. Rachel, final thoughts. I am just so excited that it's almost March. <laughs> That's I know. really all I so, got. So, Rachel, can I tell the people about how much you love March Madness? You got to hear this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. So, Rachel's pretty new to the station. This is a little. This is last year. You know, you got here what January? November. December, November. Was, I'm sorry. It's okay. But you and me really didn't start becoming tight for a few months. Nope. And I had heard the rumor that Rachel's a not just a big college basketball fan, but a huge one. And I come upstairs to find her on her computer, and it's an Excel sheet of her own fantasy March Madness that wow. she made for her and her friends that wow. she's manually doing wow. into a Microsoft Excel sheet. Oh, wow. Whole lineup, whole everything. And I just said, you know what? That's an Orange Zone product right there. Absolutely. And Rachel, I might have to give you the new name, uh, Rachel the Guru. Rachel the Guru. Oh. I think we pass she's, it along. She's the guru. She's the guru. Well, who am I to refuse that? <laughs> I think I think Brendan Hodges is in Baltimore right now. Just going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? I, just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I sense a weird it's spirit. It's like Bloody something, Mary. Something changed. <laughs> she, Bloody Mary. She, we, drafted, we drafted somebody else a little better, guy. You we still love you, we do but love we drafted you, somebody a little better. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're new to the show, Brendan's our old producer, and he was uh, big on trivia and, and poetry would stump him week in and week out. It, it infuriated him. It was the best. <laughs> but we got Culver now, and we're ready, and March is her time. Football is Brendan's. March is Rachel. That's what I was put on this earth for, I, yeah, actually. I, I'm with you, Rachel. I'm a March guy. I'm a March Madness guy. Not, yeah. I love March Madness. I know the basketball tournament is around the corner. But I'm also, I love it because March is my birthday month. Mm. Me too. Uh, What's Mar- your day? 25th. 25th, I'm 11. All right. There, there we go. 30-30 this year. That's right. We're going to okay. okay. parties. Okay, okay. We're going to have a, it's going to be a birthday bash <laughs> here next month. So. That's right. Hey, that's it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Billy, Billy, Billy. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Billy. Billy Whitaker, Cars and Trucks, presented by, sponsored by, we're CMY Central Podcast. I'm Tommy Sladek, Lawrence Moan. We have Rachel Culver, producer Mike. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We're out of here till next week. Peace.